What's up, everybody? Welcome to Whale Talks Wrestling. Going to rebrand it now. It's Whale Talks Wrestling, episode 19. Here to talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Hopefully, thank God, I don't have to talk about that pay-per-view no more. <laughs> what the fuck was that pay Oof! Clash of booty, that's what it should be called. But, yeah, I'm here actually here. Going to start the Raw review off with a special guest host. Uh, he said, family member of mine, he's my cousin, his name is, what would you want to be called, because you know what we call you. Yo, call me Lil Dicky. It's Lil Dicky. Right. <laughs> no, his name is Christopher, because his mistake, he's a mistake name. Oh, but that's a lie, bro. It's, it's such a unique name, it's a beautiful but, name. Yeah, he knows his shit, he's been watching wrestling, almost the same shit I have, so. Like, yeah, yeah, 2006, something around there. When Bram was the world yeah, champion in TNA. My boy Bram. Yo, if you don't remember Bram running shit in TNA Dude, in 2006. he squashed AJ Styles Yo, he did. Title. Yo, he beat Samoa Joe in under two seconds. <laughs> Bram came in, Yo. hit the brighter side of suffering. Bro, it was over. He okay, well, fuck, that's still a cool-ass name that for a, a fucking move, But yeah, he's going to be reviewing uh, Raw with me. Maybe the rest, we don't know yet, but tell him a little bit about yourself. You know, I've been watching, uh, i say I've probably been watching wrestling to, uh, hmm, probably like around 2006. Bram. <laughs> that's right, Bram. You're going to start off with my boy John Cena. When I saw my boy John Cena, that was my man. See, see, John, I love John. That's right. And I had the hate phase and I loved him. That's right, yo. And now I miss him every single day of my life and I cry. That's right, dude. (laughs) He's like barely on anymore, dude. Now we're stuck with Roman Reigns, bro. Yeah, I know. He's cool sometimes. He's cool when he wants to be. Cool when he wants to be. But uh, what did you think of Raw overall? Raw overall was all right. It was pretty good. It started off strong. Started off real fucking hot. And then it started going BC slowly Young down. God stealing the show. Yo, my boy Baron Corbin. King the Corbin. star of the show. The star, but we'll get to that. We'll, he's going to get his come up. That's right. That's We're right. We're going to be world champions soon. Let's get it. But I'll roll this in. So uh, we start off Raw. Seth Rollins comes out. He's saying how he's disappointed, how he lost the tag team titles. Basically saying he never wants to fight Braun ever again. He took, what, four stomps and a pedigree? That was really cool, him doing the pedigree, though. That was. That was pretty I cool. I mini-marked out, as you saw. Because yeah. <laughs> we were watching the paper together, and I was like, that ah, pedigree! Stuff, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> what did we say as soon as he hit the pedigree? Right, he should can be we, healed. <laughs> can we please turn this man heel? And I was like, oh. It made me cry. It made me right? cry. What's next? Just call, what do what they used to call the stomp? Oh, it was the blackout and then peace of mind. Yo, peace of mind. <laughs> Call yo. it peace of mind again and we'll have a good right? time. What? That has to be a song, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is a song. He probably got that from something, dude. You know, Seth is on original. So right? we, we got to <laughs> find it somewhere. But basically, Bray Wyatt interrupts and he's being all normal, you know, saying with the, hey, I'm trying to make new friends over there. He's being a weirdo. He's being a complete weirdo. Yeah, and basically weirdo. saying he's going to have more to say tonight and... Then he laughs and he says, see you in hell. He stole Sami Zayn's gimmick, Yo, bro. he really did steal Sami <laughs> Zayn's gimmick. He stole Sami Zayn's gimmick, but I, I'm into this feud. I, I, I like this feud. I know. It is a, it's a pretty interesting feud. It's interesting, and we all know Bray's going to mop the fucking floor. Right, he's going to get that so, universal title. As long as we get to point A to point Bray. <laughs> right? <laughs> see what I point Bray, I got that. I, I'm happy. I'm okay. So... We get in there, and then Raw Tag, new Raw Tag Team Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, perfectly glorious. I will continue right. to use My that name. My boy got his full beard back. Oh, uh, yeah, right? Robert, he's Robert again. His name is Robert, bro. 
bring me back to the beer money days. Right? When Christopher hated TNA. Yeah, I, know, I remember those days. <laughs> Shots out to everyone hating TNA and me being the only one watching it. <laughs> That's right. It was good times. Then the uh, Revival comes out. You know, the Raw tag team, who is the SmackDown tag team. Back to home match right there. Oh, the day. I cannot wait. What is it again? October 14th is when the fucking wild card rule dies. Right, dude. That shit's awful. They need to get rid of Can that. Can you not this close to stop watching because that wild card rule? Dude, that's pre- it's pretty bad. It's fucking horrible. But basically, they come out saying, you know, they're, they're supposed to be having a tag team summit. And Braun comes out, and this guy oh hates my. tag teams. So he just I'm just convinced Braun is Vince McMahon. He sees the tag team division, and he's like, fuck this, I'm going to fuck shit dude, up. Dude, Mike dude killed the tag team. How many times has he come out and done this, though? This Bro, is how about, when, how about when Scott Dawson, uh, he got hit with the shoulder, but he uh, did the, uh, he jumped too early. Oh, and yeah. Backwards. He shadow hit himself. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? He, he was supposed to do some weird thing where he hit both of them at the same uh-huh. time. Scott Dawson <laughs> with his bald ass head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little dick dash over there on the right. side. Little dash wilder, right? Yeah, right. For some reason, Rude was the only one that escaped that I thought was weird. I know. But I'm okay. Right? I guess they're really pushing Rude. He so. left his boy Ziggler behind, though. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, you guys are already not a real tag team. Right? <laughs> but uh, then we see Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross drinking coffee, and then I almost wanted to turn it uh, off. Because I can't stand like, this. Like, I'm happy for Nikki Cross. But so like, happy for Nikki Cross. That tag team is uh, pretty bad. Um, Period blood in your mouth. <laughs> you just don't want it. There. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's the best way. Well, it depends who you are, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but next is the OC. Oh, the official. The, the only, only club, club that, that matters. matters. The OC. Bring it in, you mother the lovers. lovers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Love doing that. Okay, so that's AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Luke Gadlow's. They're fighting the big Viking boys and Cedric Alexander, a.k.a. the weirdest porno I've ever right? seen. The Men of Honor. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Men of Honor. That's you know, right. I wonder what that's from. I don't know. Who the, I don't uh, know. Didn't they wrestle in Honor of Ring or something I like that? I think so, dude. I think it's like, like a different plane. They oh, yeah, it's a different planet. It's when AJ had like <laughs> another theme song over there, too. All right. So Cedric comes in. He kicks AJ. He starts taking it to AJ. Immediately, you know, trying to get revenge for AJ beating him in what four fucking minutes on the pre-show. Yeah, right. Four minutes on the pre-show, they gave AJ Styles everybody. Should have been on the main card, right? That was the match I was looking forward to the best. But Anderson and Eric get in there, they start going at it. It's good to see like um, fucking the Raiders and uh Bullet Club go at it because they fought. They had a lot of great matches in Japan, but all four of these guys. So it's kind of cool to see that again. But it's just so different now. Right. Because one of them's named Eric. But... And the other one's Ivar. Oh, Ivar. <laughs> and they growl. Uh. Yeah, they lo- they lost the ability to do promos now. Yep. My boys only go... <laughs> <laughs> and Gallows and Anderson are only useful when AJ's with them. If AJ's not connected to right? them... He's like a Their fucking... Their power level just drains, yeah. bro. It's like a fucking JoJo stand. That's his stand. Fucking Carl and fucking... You're right, dude. If they're not without him, they're just fucking useless. But fucking, we get a blind tag. AJ hits the fucking phenomenal forearm on Cedric. Cedric looked like he died twice while he got hit with this. And AJ once again beats Cedric pretty fucking easily. Which is stupid. He should have won. Cedric Alexander should have won. They should have won because I I don't know. Okay, you said you want to push this man, but AJ bodied this man in four minutes on the pay per view very easily with no help. 
AJ then tags in and just bodies this man once again. A brawl breaks out, and then AJ bodies him again and gives him the avalanche clash from the middle rope. Yeah. AJ like, legit brushes his shoulders off. Yeah. And just walks away. He so. beat him like nothing, and he got the last word in. At least Cedric could have gotten the last word in. At least Cedric could have broken his back. We know that's right? AJ's weakness anyway, so that hurts like <laughs> right? triple. If they had stats, AJ's back would have zero stats. His back is destroyed. Oh, it, it's dead. It's gone. It's the sea. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, we get funny stuff with R Truth and Carmella and fucking Kane. Uh, I can even Glenn Jacobs. That's man. true. Those are two separate people. The mayor of Knoxville. I always wish fucking Kane. Oh, didn't you like how Kane ended up beating up Luke Gallows and that's fake Kane? Yeah, that, that was pretty Some cool. Some Kane on Kane that violence. Was... Bringing up Biss too. Call he, fi- him... he finally got the mi- <laughs> freaking the other Kane. He yeah, got the mystery they Kane. They the shit. But next up, Baron Corbin. Cor- the Ooh. boy himself versus Chad Gable and... The chemistry those two got. What a fucking match. This... Amazing. Match of the week for me already. I'm telling you right now, nothing's going to beat Corbin this Corbin is underrated. He's unappreciated. Both these men are, they but really Corbin's are. even more. King Corbin. I mean, wet my whistle. <laughs> but, fuck it. I, if you watched their match at NXT, this was that, but even better. It really was, dude. Corbin's just beating the shit out of this man... Fucking Gable's kicking out of everything. This dude has all the resiliencies. I know. They're, they're, he's like the new Johnny Gargano. Yeah, all. legit. Oh, God. Don't, make, don't get me started with Johnny. Shoot him in the brain. Gotcha. He still gets up. So, fucking, we skip to the end, and fucking Corbin lands a sick-ass deep six. Fucking, this dude, like, fucking spins him around, like, 17 Yo, like, that's his new gimmick now. It's just making the deep six look fucking cool. I'm pretty sure he adds the spin every deep six. Right? It's going to get to a point. This should be, like, Cesaro's fucking thing. This is our swing, dude. Fucking f- fantastic. So Corbin gets up at him again. Fucking Gable actually hits the Chaos Theory German suplex on this man. Which is fucking impressive as hell once again. And fucking Corbin kicks out cleanly. Right. I was like, is he like the first one to kick out that I- I'm shit? I'm kind of sad, though. None of the commentary team brought up the Chaos. They didn't say the name. No, they were just like, what a German suplex. I was like, come on. Well, I'm not, I'm I'm shit too because in my notes they just says German suplex, but I, 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 I didn't want to spell out chaos theory. But sue me. You went, dude. So uh, fuck it. I thought it was over when Gable locked in the ankle lock and he fucking grapevined yeah, that shit. Yo, I, I was crying. I was like, no, I was Corbin. Upset, but my boy Corbin got that reach. No, we gave Corbin the energy, bro. Like the yeah. spirit bomb. Fucking Corbin gets up, tilt the world, end of days, exactly how I predicted with it. With the left hand. With the left hand. Oh. He flexed on us with the left oh. hand. Baron Corbin is the new king of the ring, and he's also the MVP of this tournament. He really is. All his matches have been fantastic. That's right. And now he's King Corbin. He's going (laughs) to run Raw so much better than it has ever been run before. No, say what you really want to say. He's King Corbin. He's going to bite them in the coochie. King Corbin, yes. Yo, Bam Neely and, and King Corbin, they're fusion, and this is how he got so much stronger. Dude. Yeah, because before Corbin was useless, yeah. he went to ECW 2009, <laughs> found Bam Neely, stole his clothes, right? they fused, and now they're a level beyond. It's, now he's unstoppable, bro. Yeah, and let it be known, still to this day, no one's kicked out of the end of days. That's right. That's how you build up a move. The, Not Kofi with the old Trouble in Paradise one shot. Exactly, dude. Like, boy, we... Yo, side note real quick. From last night's pay-per-view, can we talk about how sh- The Miz kicked out 
of Shinsuke's finisher. The Miz, everybody. Kicked out a very short list, including Japan, right. of people that have kicked out of the fucking Bombay slash Kinshasa. And out of all the people, The Miz. Let's all agree The Miz is just trash. Right? This face thing is never going to work. I like The Miz. I'm a big fan. But face Miz legit can, like, get hit by a meteorite or something. Dude, right? Trash. I cannot believe they wasted a kick out on that. Like, what happened to that, like, heel Miz dude? Like, He's not dead. Even that, not even that long ago, this guy was on fire, bro. The day he had his daughter, he died. <laughs> For real. What the fuck? The worst baby face I've ever seen in my life. They tried once before. And uh, you saw that work, though. <laughs> Let's put Ric Flair with the yeah, Miz. They have right? chemistry. Rick looked like he wanted to kill himself because he wanted to manage Dolph Ziggler. And he's still using the figure for it to this day. Which man. still makes no fucking sense. It's so dumb. Because Rick betrayed him anyway. Exactly. Rick wanted to manage Dolph Ziggler. They said, here's the Miz. <laughs> what the fuck? They're both from Cleveland. And, and he didn't actually beat Chris Jericho's record. Thank the Shocking. fucking Lord. You saw why though, right? I didn't see why. The reason they didn't have him beat the record because they don't even want to mention this man's name. Damn, dude. Seriously? I didn't yeah, they're know just going to leave it there. Apparently, they just didn't even want to bother mentioning the name Chris. Yo, they're hurt by On Jericho. the script mm-hmm. for a Night of Champions, they weren't allowed to say the name Chris. Damn, dude. Even if someone was called Chris, they were told not to say the name Chris. Yo, they really hurt that Jericho left, man. I don't understand because he left in good terms. And when he's done there, he's probably going to come back. Right. It's only a two to three year contract. He's going to come back and do those Royal Rumbles like he always does. Get that big Saudi money. Yeah, that big money, boy. Even Goldberg came back and Sean came out of retirement for that, bro. (laughs) Or Sean pretends that never existed. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, got that lazy eye. Hey, don't come in my boy Sean like that. <laughs> but back to it again. King Corbin, much deserved. Let's hope this man wins something. He needs. Right. Trade him to SmackDown. Give him the world title at least once. He would be a great guy to feud with Kofi. He really would. He would come in there like the douchebag he is. Yeah. Beat up the new You know day. how much heat that would get him? Oh, my God. He beats Kofi. That, that'll be trashed on the ring. and Except for me, I'll be throwing glitter. And from going forward, they need to push Chad Gable. They've been doing my dude dirty for too long, dude. Like I said, the day that Gable beat Andrade clean, I was shocked. All right. Like, like, just the fact that he beat the guy they're pushing, kind of, not really. Because he's stuck in Alistair Blackland where he's pushed, not pushed, yeah. pushed, not pushed. This guy has a stop, go push. Yeah, everyone's getting the Dolph Ziggler treatment. We're like, we kind of like you, but not really. <laughs> The Rey Mysterio matches are fire, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wish, though, Rey would have gone after fucking all the members of Lucha House Party. Because fucking Manalik and him killed him. Yo, it, that was pretty good, dude. Like, I would that love to see fucking Lince and Rey. Because Rey, Lince is underrated as fuck. Fucking, let's say, Dorito. <laughs> Yo, that theme song, though. Oh, we got that Ooh. secret of heat. He got that he secret heat. But back at it again. And we see the burial of Mike Bennett. Oh, sorry, oh. Mike Canellas. Oh, so they're having a party, and they reveal Mike's having a baby boy, and she tells him Ricochet's the dad, and then I'm confused as hell. You know, I was like, why the fuck is Ricochet involved in this? And also, why is Sarah Logan there? Oh yeah, so Sarah play? Logan is still with her fucking paint and everything, just fucking right. probably growling in the back, right? Like, listening dude, to King Eight Ten so or whatever the fuck. <laughs> she playing Yavid's rap album Yo, in the shout background. Out to King shout out, shout out, everyone, go listen to them. They're fire. Yeah, they are, dude. He don't dance, though. <laughs> he just leads by example. That's great. So, and then Mike gets pissed, and he's like, we're having a match. Fucking, then we get, like, what? I think this was, like, two minutes and a half. 
Yeah, yeah. Where Ricochet. Ricochet doesn't want to fucking Ricochet's going full anime on this man. Go, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> don't make me do it, Mike. Yeah. Fucking Mike it. over there, looking in the best shape of his life, getting wasted. This dude signed a five-year contract. Ricochet hits a clothesline, a clothesline, and a recoil, code breaker, and uh-huh. then that's it. That's it. And Maria comes out and she's like, you trash. The barrel ain't done just yet, by the way. Oh, it ain't even <laughs> close to being done. It gets even better. We come back from break. Canellis is in the fucking... I'm just going to call Mike Bennett. Fuck it. Mike Bennett is in the ring. Rhea basically tells him, you're a fucking loser. And she's like, that's not the baby's daddy. It's not Ricochet. It's not you. It's Rusev, a.k.a. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury comes out. The return of Rusev. I'm hyped. Because like I said, we got Harper back. We got Rusev back. We got my mid-card boys. All we need is McGillicuddy back doing something. Shout out to the boy. Who's McGillicuddy? I don't Fuck back. off. B-team, B-team. Go, go, go. But <laughs> Rusev comes out, and apparently he's now fucking Maria. So okay, everyone's sleeping with Maria because I guess the Street Yo, Profits the are too. Yo, the stash must go. Diner, dude. That's the pussy tickler right there, Yo, hey. So Rusev comes out. Mike is just like, you know what? He picks up the mic and he's just like, dude, I don't even care if you're the dad. Congratulations. Dude, that, I was like, yo, This what? man said, yo, I'm not even going to defend my family. Yep. He looked him in the eye and said, congratulations, sir. Rusev super kicked him in the face. Then we have a match somehow. And then it's... It's it just the... the 26 seconds, yep. I think I counted this as. Rusev, boop. Accolade, Mike taps out. Mike Canellas is legit a garbage can with legs. And I guess Rusev is the father. And Rusev is not the dad, and they said Lana wasn't with him for a re Again, why does Rusev have to come with these weird storylines? Yeah, why couldn't they just like bring him back regularly? Dude? They should have done it. He should have came back when Rey Mysterio was fighting random people. They really should have. And he should have beat Rey. Who the hell thought was like, yo, let's make him... <laughs> We so saw the rooster with that mustache. We're like, yo, that mustache gets pussy. That's right. Let's make him impregnate Maria Kalinina. <laughs> Can get him there. Then we got a sleeper match here. We got Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro. Cesaro looking pimping with all the black, bro. Yo, like that. My boy was looking fresh, yo. bro. My boy was looking. My boy had the tracksuit on. I saw yo. him. I saw him. And I thought this match was going to be quick. But no, this was a fucking long match, too. It was it's like 10 good, minutes. Dude. It was pretty damn good. Fucking, um... Cesaro going in there doing all his uppercut bullshit. You know, Cesaro stuff. Like, I, I just feel like Cesaro's just re-motivated. This guy's going in there. Dude, just he got in. his teeth fixed now and he's motivated. <laughs> he stopped being the flip cyborg. He Yo, stopped talking honestly, like Roger like, Strong. I didn't like Cesaro. Now I'm starting to like him again. Well, like I said, Cesaro's always been one of the best wrestlers in this company. But now he's actually going to show it again. He really is. Like because I said. it was just that. No disrespect to Sheamus. But that team, the bar was bringing this them This is the down. thing I don't get. Sheamus by himself, great. Mm-hmm. Cesaro by himself, great. Them as a tag team, booty. They were not good. Sleep. Comatosing. <laughs> right? That's even a real word. I feel like falling and fucking asleep. <laughs> fucking the bar. Hot dog. I... I was like, what the fuck? But Cesaro gets in there. He starts doing the three amigos, which Italy gets a heel heat because, you know, Eddie Guerrero is the best. I'm, I'm surprised Sasha didn't come out and try to beat him up. Yeah, right? Look, I stopped Matt Morgan about. over there. Oh, yeah, Matt Morgan, Sasha Banks. Yo, that's a feud I want to see. Yeah, great. Matt Morgan comes With out. the elevator. Oh, hits the elevator, picks her up, carbon footprint. Yo, it's over. <laughs> Sends her DNA to space. Yo, that would be pretty sick. 
The gimmick of the match and you'll be the nickname. Whoever wins get the nickname. God, I should have an episode one day where I talk about my favorite TNA storylines. Right? Like Abyss in the so Ring. There's so many of them. <laughs> Abyss in the Ring. Matt Morgan being Venom. Oh, my God. Matt Morgan getting his DNA sent to space, yep. which was a shoot. AJ Styles. Yep. AJ oh. Styles and Claire. Was it Claire Lynch? Claire Lynch, yep. Yes, it was. Oof. Yo, what the hell? I, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> but Rey Mysterio wins with a 6-0-9, and then he hits a fucking, what do they call it, a Code Red or the Sunset Flip Powerbomb. Yes, sir. I thought he was going to do a fucking Canadian Destroyer because Rey Mysterio hands those out like they're candy I know, right? now. Hey, no apologizers. Hey, Rey, you can do as many as you fucking want, brother. So we're back to the Firefly Funhouse after that. Uh, Seth, uh, he, hands up, he hangs up a picture of Seth with his eyes cut out and shit like that. I'm like, that's some creepy shit. He's <laughs> he should have cut out the mouth and I would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for Sasha Banks and Bailey. I'm going to just skip right through that. Uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey won, but it wasn't for the titles. I don't care. Uh, after the match, though, uh, Sasha Banks brings a steel chair. I guess this is her gimmick now. She just beats up people with steel chairs and, you know, talks about Eddie yeah. Guerrero and Snoop Dogg. And then Becky Lynch and her having, Scar having a lightsaber for Oh, yeah, chairs. I forgot about that. Yeah. Shit. I didn't even write that down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're Scar having, a, like, a whole Star Wars fight with the chairs. Uh, she just redubbed the fucking... Yeah, right? Which was fucking Darth Maul. Uh, I don't I mean, know. <laughs> It's gonna be Becca Lynch, dude. Becca Lynch just does them all. Nah, she could be Anakin. No. <laughs> so then that fucking happened, and fucking Charlotte comes down and fucking heals. I, it looked like she's gonna yeah, fucking. Yeah, I was like, what yo, was I was that? weak when I saw fucking Gigantor human Hatsumi giant fucking Charlotte <laughs> right? come out of those heels. She scared the shit out of me when she booted Bailey, though. I thought dude, she was gonna impale yeah, her. Yeah, right. But I give her credit. She fucking landed a big boot in heels and did not fall yeah, over. Yeah, she was rocking them heels, dude. Bro, Andrade fucking woo. Boy, Piper Noodle. Yo, what are you talking about? My boy Tranquilo, bro. <laughs> That's true. He's Tranquilo. No relation. Uh, yeah, right. But yeah, fucking then she gets in the ring. Becky kicks Sasha and fucking hits her with a steel chair. Back from the break, Sasha's in the locking room saying, we're having a hell in a cell match. Which I'm like, okay. See, they're finally doing it right. This is a rivalry that makes sense going into hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. It does. Because we're getting two hell in a cell matches. We're getting Bray and Seth, which makes sense because... Bray's a fucking weirdo. That's right. The fiend. The fiend. Nah, just Bray. Nah, it's fiend. <laughs> I would disrespect him. We just call him Bray. Uh, but we get, we get the fiend and, you know, Seth in the Hell in a Cell. And now we get the second, which I just noticed, Sasha is now the second woman to do two in Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, she, she did. She did the first one with Charlotte. And that one with Charlotte was fucking fantastic. That was pretty good. That was good. Except for the table not breaking because Sasha's two pounds. <laughs> I know, right? It was two tables. And I remember I, Charlotte. Yeah, I have a table. Hit Metallica. Then we get Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans. Yep. <laughs> that happened. That happened. I feel so bad for Lacey, man. She just got buried so dude, bad. I know. She lost, like, what, four times in a row to Becky Lynch? Yep. Dude, she came in, and she wasn't even bad. She, she plays really her gimmick good. well. She's pretty good in the ring. She got right? a great moonsault. And... They don't even use it right. She has a sick right hand. Her <laughs> the in the big show. Right. Her in the big show in a fighting. Right? Yo, that'll be like some anime shit. Her in the big show punch each other. Yeah, open the portal. Oh yeah, they see each other naked and shit like right? Naruto. Yo, that would be pretty sick. I think I'm gonna book that. Oh my god, don't get Kevin done. His beaver teeth will fucking start chomping through the idea. Oh yes, I I thought that was pretty cool. I'm confused if that was a box or not though. When the verses were oh, upside, the upside down. down? 
that. Everyone's saying it was on purpose because Renee brought it up. Yeah. And I don't know. that was right after the brace segment. His I hope was it was going. just he's so weird he fucks up everything. Yeah. Because that would be fucking cool. But main event time is Seth Rollins versus Robert Roode, a.k.a. Seth Rollins versus Triple H Jr. <laughs> right. Um, Dolph Ziggler is at ringside, also looking like young Triple H. It's two Triple H's versus Seth Rollins. Dude, everyone's trying to look like Triple H. Jericho's shaving. Oh, uh, yeah. Like he looks Triple like Triple H. H, too. Everyone won't be Triple H. I don't blame him. That's the king of kings. He's a speed, bro. Yeah, that's right, man. That's, that's fire right there. You forgot one of his nicknames, man. The Cerebral Assassin. Yeah, that's right. Wait, let's try to get them all. Cerebral Assassin, King of Kings. Ace of Spades. The game. The game. El Juego. Okay. He won't call it in Spanish. There's another one we're missing. The ass kicker. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that one. Oh, uh, That on. one's only when he fights the Undertaker. Yeah, I feel like there's another one. Uh, we're missing one. Fuck. I'm a fake Triple H fan. I just go fucking ruin my life. That's right, dude. That's your guy. Oh, God. That is my boy. I'm going to bear his children one day. Oh man! I'm gonna give him something. Stephanie can't. A boy. Oh, <laughs> oof! Yo, oof! But, but fucking uh, Seth Rollins, you know, super kick, curve stomp. He's about to get the win. Yeah, it was a fun little match. It was something different. It's something you don't see every day, at least. But Ziggler comes in, starts beating the crap out of fucking um, Seth. The OC. The official. The, the only club, club that matters, matters comes out. I throw it up. They come in. Lovers. Ziggler super kicks Rollins. Gallison Anderson hit the magic killer, which still no one's kicked out of. That's right. Let me throw that out there. Since Japan, people, since Japan. Uh, fucking the OC, Rude and Ziggler start beating the crap out of them. Ziggler hits another super kick. Then Kane comes out because we're back in 2001. Yeah, right. Fucking Demon Kane comes out. This motherfucker actually got a big-ass fucking Popeye. I ain't even going to lie. Even like that was Glenn Jacobs. I'm pretty sure it's two separate people. Oh, there's two people. Glenn was in the back taking pictures with yeah. babies. But fucking Kane comes in here, and for some reason, Kane is able to take out Bobby Roode, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, AJ Styles, and Dolph Ziggler. He became Super Kane. Super Kane. Well, better than Superman's back in the day with yeah. Sanity. All right. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> So Kane legit fucking rapes every single person in this like, ring right. because he's fucking from the Attitude Era and people from the Attitude Era have powers. Dude, right? I do. It's like the Undertaker. He can kill anybody just by fucking looking at him. You mean the guy who's digging holes <laughs> and taking souls? My boy needs to get the fuck hole. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. Yeah. So fucking, so Kane is about to do the pose and then he realizes there's no fireworks anymore in this yeah, company. I, too, uh... I, I don't think no one told him. But fucking, then we fucking get Bray with the stupid fucking sound of it. Wee, wee. Oh my god, yeah. So Bray comes out of nowhere. He puts fucking Demon Kane in the mandible claw. He's fisting the shit out of this dude's mouth. <laughs> I don't like how he fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, go like <laughs> I feel like the sound effects are a little OD. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the Brazzer logo is going to come out at the end. Right? I, dude, honestly. Fucker 50 year old man gets mouth fisted. By the fiend. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. Great part of this, though, is when The Fiend came over to Seth. Fucking Seth was trying to fucking, like, he was, like, covering his face, and this dude was scared for his life. And that's how Raw goes off air. Overall, not a bad Raw. The ending got a little shit, but then it picked up with The Fiend like it always does. No, The Fiend, can never, and it's never a low point no. with The Fiend. The Fiend could do no wrong. El Fiendo. But I just say, I really like 
So so far, Hell in a Cell is already going to be a better show. This episode of Raw was a better show than the paper. Dude, it really was. It's Fast got facts. Baron Corbin match alone. BC Young guy. Yo, King Corbin. All hail. All hail King Corbin. What does he do to the women? He bites them in the coochie. Don't ask me why this is a thing. <laughs> but yeah, let's just hope the coronation of King Corbin is on SmackDown. Right. I wonder who's going to interrupt them because, you know. All right. I actually wouldn't mind them doing a rematch with him and Gable. That dude, that's a dude. They have great ass chemistry. Dude. Oh, I would love a two it's out of three. It's such a falls. weird it's... pairing, though. But like, it works. Well, how they say they always got those weird like fucking people that just work together well. Yeah, like CM Punk and John Cena. Yes, I know that. Every was... match those fuckers had five stars easily. Dude, yeah, that was a AJ great time. and John Cena. That one we kind of predicted. Kevin Owens and Cena. That one. We yeah, kind of predicted. Know, when, when Kevin Owens was like, you know. What the fuck is a Kevin Owens? <laughs> oh, my God. This guy was hot, like, not too long ago. This dude got fired by Shane McMahon, then got stomped on and didn't <laughs> fight back. Right? Like, what did they do? Trash. Oh, my God. But I don't know. Just Corbin and fucking Gabe. What the fuck is the weirdest fucking I thing? I know. It's so weird. But I want 700 matches from them, and I don't care. Yo, I kind of miss Chad with the slinglet, though, man. He needs to singlet back. He does. I got used to the hair. I know. I oh, did. young oh, Kurt Angle head ass. But <laughs> I know. Legit, if he goes bald, I'm done. I'm quitting. Dude, that would be so weird. He's just going to follow all of Kurt Angle's steps. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Turk was the greatest thing that has happened in They gave us Kurt in the shield clothes with no neck. Is that great? They gave us Kurt walking around like the hunchback this in Notre guy, Dame. This guy, cold, bro. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's, that you see, if bad. I ask you what's your favorite Kurt Angle moment of all time. I, I think it may be that cold blue. Not his matches, not nothing. Just him shouting cold see, blue. See, my favorite Kurt Angle moment of all time is him versus Taz. Second would be when he headbutted Samoa Joe. Third is Code Blue. That's right. <laughs> Code Blue is almost number one. Cause Cold it, Blue is up there, bro. That's Cold like, Blue. Cold Blue. That's that's legendary, right there, dude. Kurt is the greatest man. Like that match of him and Shane McMahon don't compare to that Cold Blue. <laughs> Fuck throwing Shane through the glass. I'm gonna take this fucking walkie talkie. Right? Why are we still using walkie talkies? I, I don't know. In 2018 was right? this? I do not know. Uh, whatever. King Corbin retired his ass anyway. Right. That's oh, right. Yeah. King Corbin. But that's it for the raw review. We're gonna move on to the next show. It was good having you on. Thank you for the pleasure. If uh, you want to plug away. You can follow me on that Instagram at Sick6Metal. That is? That is S-I-C. Uh-huh. Number six. Okay. M-E-T-A. Bars. L. Okay. That's what you'll be taking. (laughs) And on Snapchat as well. Oh, Which I just made. It's under the same name. What's the name again? Sick Six Metal, bro. Let me spell that out one more time. S I C, number six, M E T A L. I feel like you rehearsed that. I, I did not. That was <laughs> That's improvised. a sad part. You really didn't, people. <laughs> Actually, but... this is all improvised. <laughs> Improv. Improv. That's the people who like snap their fingers and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna move on to the rest, and maybe we'll have him on for more, some other stuff. We'll see. Right. If we'll I see. have this pleasure again. Yeah, right. Bitch ass motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> What's goody? Yeah. All right, now we move on to SmackDown. SmackDown Live, 17th edition. Uh, New Day 
versus a uh, FTRKO, I think is what they're calling them, or what they're calling themselves, because, you know, WWE doesn't think of cool names. So it's the New Day versus uh, the Revival and Randy Orton. I didn't think they would start it off with Randy once again going at these guys, but all right. Uh, this is a fun little match. Uh, Biggie again. I I like the. I don't. I don't even really want the New Day together no more. But their six bands are still really entertaining. So Biggie drops Dawson at ringside. Then Wilder hit the big old DDT on Biggie. The fucking tornado DDT he does outside is really nice. Woods drops Wilder with a kick. Kofi tags in, looks for a dive on Dawson and Wilder, but Orton runs in, hits a big DDT, draping DDT. The revival. Gets in the ring, gangs up on Kofi, but Big E pulls Orton out with ringside. Then Woods drops both Revival member. Woods hits a flying uh, fucking elbow halfway across the ring. I didn't think he was going to make it. The limit breaker. And then Kofi hits a trouble in paradise on Dawson again. One shot, one, two, three, clean. Uh, as the New Day is about to celebrate, I'm like, what the hell? Randy just rolls out of there. Like, it's a real shame they didn't put the title on Randy. I think Randy's been putting in that work. I, his match... Was not good at the paper, but I feel like Randy has a character. He's been doing pretty damn good. Uh, uh, but New Day's about to celebrate Brock Lesnar's music hits, and I fucking got hyped. Because I have been waiting for Brock Lesnar to be the one to take the title off Kofi. It's perfect sense. Like, he's, you know, done the fucking whole Cinderella story. He's fought his way up. From everything, and then Brock Lesnar comes in, swoops in, boom, F5 done, takes the title on the first episode. Brock is also fucking challenging on October 2nd. I think I think it's October 2nd or October 1st, I don't remember. The first episode of fucking SmackDown on Fox is it's gonna be nice, it's gonna be cool. But basically, Kofi tells Woods and Big E to leave, which I'm like, Kofi must not remember the match him and Brock had in Japan that one time. <laughs> Where he fucking destroyed him. Uh, Heyman introduces himself and he tells Brock to step in the ring. Heyman says Brock, he wants he wants a title. Like he even said, he just wants a title. That's it. It's gonna be a bad day for the new day. I thought that was a good line by uh. It's October fourth. My bad. So he wants October fourth. He wants fucking Kofi. Kofi's promised. He took the mic and he's like, "Say, I've been fighting a champ. I've been a fighting champion since day one." Brock walks up, about to give Kofi a handshake. One of the quickest F five swoops gets in there. Boom! F five done. I- I'm very excited for this. Michael Cole standing by with a live interview with Eric Rowan. No one can control me. <laughs> Cole asks Rowan about Luke Harper's return. Rowan gets real pissed off. and He's like, you want to talk to Harper, you talk to Harper. Right now, you're talking to me. I'm not going to lie. I think I think Rowan's doing pretty good on this position. Like, I hope it does lead to Daniel Bryan leading both of them because I don't want Daniel Bryan to be a babyface again. That's so soon, though. I feel like you got a lot of right. The more you make Daniel Bryan a heel, the more people are going to cheer for him because people are already really cheering for him, but... I feel like we should just get to that point where he just fucking, you know, goes nuts. It looks like they're setting up versus Daniel Bryan and then Roman versus Rowan and uh, basically the Bludgeon Brothers. So, Rowan says he's been unprepared and disrespected by people like Cole and Reigns, the rest of the WWE Universe. Rowan says, again, no one will ever control him ever again. Rowan says his attacks on Roman were a message for no one to disrespect them. So, I didn't say cool. 
Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura, non-title match. Shane, uh, Sami Zayn introduces Nakamura, cuts a promo on Ali. Sami says he likes Ali, he thinks he's super athletic, but one thing he will never be is IC champion. Nakamura shoves Ali, Ali fires back with a right hand, Sami tackles Ali, Nakamura knees him in the face, Nakamura throws Ali in the corner, gives him the King Chasa, it's a no contest, the match never starts. This could be a good feud, I feel like these guys have a really good chemistry together. Uh, we see Kevin Owens in the audience, taking a seat. Oh my god, uh... Fucking someone comes to Shane. I just don't like what they're doing with Kevin. He, he just feels like such a pussy now. I'm like, what? what is this? Basically, uh, some guy comes to Shane. He gives him a lawsuit paper. Basically, Kevin Owens is suing him for $25 million, I think it is. So fucking stupid. Like, this is what the big, big... Yeah, I, I wish I could have seen Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day sue Vince McMahon. Like, that's not how you get a fucking defiant baby face over I'm gonna sue you, Shane. Like, what the hell? That's pussy shit. Like, nobody got time for that. Like, Shane comes out, you know, best in the world, enters, and he's like, oh, you're suing me for $25 million, blah, 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 blah. Owens tells Shane to shut up. He gets in the ring. Shane says Owens is desperate, and his case is weak, just like Owens. Owens says Shane is wrong. He has a strong case. Basically, the legit arguing about a fucking case, like a fucking lawsuit. I'm like, oh my god. Then he talks about, you know, how he hit him, but he should get fined, blah, 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 blah. Basically, oh, it's just saying you couldn't even beat Gable, you tapped out, then, you know, the you tapped out chant goes. Oh, god. It's just a big thing. Basically, uh, Owens is also saying if he wins the lawsuit, he's gonna fire, like, Another firing angle after Owens came back after what, like one week of being not even being off TV? Just stupid. Like, they ruined the storyline for me. They ruined it. A fucking rapper offset of the Amigos. I saw the Amigos live once. They were lit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, fucking offset comes out. He introduces Charlotte Flair. He's got the whole robe going. Charlotte versus Sasha. What we got out of this was pretty good until it turned into a DQ, but. Uh, it's, it's been good to see these women back together again. Kind of reminds me of, like, Randy and John. Like, they had a million matches, but I, I, I think Randy and John's matches were pretty good. Like, I know a lot of people don't really like a lot of them, but I have a lot of fond memories of those matches. Like, I thought their fucking Iron Man match was awesome. The I Quit match was fucking awesome. Even the match they had at the Royal Rumble in, like, 2014, where fucking John Cena busted out an RKO. I thought it was a pretty decent... I think they've had some really good matches. Their ma- the first match at SummerSlam before Randy, you know, was all the Randy Orton we know now. But this was good stuff. This was good stuff. Basically, uh, Sasha hits a knee to the face, but Charlotte fires back with a big old boot. Knocks Sasha outside. Charlotte goes to the top rope to hit the moonsault. Uh, both Sasha and Bailey Back in the ring, uh, Charlotte puts Sasha in the figure four, but Bailey interrupts before Sasha taps out. Sasha and Bailey beat the crap out of Charlotte until... Carmella comes out for the save. I have no idea what Carmella has to do with this, but maybe they'll explain it. I wish they could go into real life and be like, she's Bailey's real life best friend, and she could be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So Carmella kicks Sasha, and then Charlotte hits a big boot on Bailey. So I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but I don't know. I, I Carmella is a good character, but in ring, she's not the best thing ever. But hey, if you want to give spotlight to another woman that's not the four horse woman, go right ahead. Baron Corbin, BC Young God King Corbin comes out. Boy's got the suit looking fresh. Got that crown, got that cape. 
gets on the mic. He says, fucking, he's the king. He fucking, he is the king the universe wanted. He is the king they needed. Uh, Corbin invites his opponent, Chad Gable, to come out. Fucking, um... Gable has heard enough. Basically, he's talking about... Then he just fucking starts destroying everything. Gable beats the crap out of Corbin. Tears up the king robe. Uh, Gable beats Corbin with a gold scepter. And uh, Corbin retreats out the ring. Gable continues destroying the king of the ring props. Uh, Corbin freaks the hell out. So, I am so happy they're going to continue this feud. Like, it's going to get Gable over. It's going to fucking show how good Baron Corbin can be. You know, I still think Corbin should win the whole feud, but I definitely think Gable and him are going to have some good-ass matches like the one they did on Raw. Heavy Machinery versus fucking uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Remember these guys? Uh, basically, squash match. Uh, Tucker tags in. Double team. Compactor. One, two, three. Done. Daniel Bryan comes out. The ring gets on the mic. Bryan says people are chanting his name are the same people who thought he attacked Roman Reigns, and he understands why now. He starts talking about Rowan, saying he saw the potential in Rowan all along, that Rowan was his friend, you know, he was the equal, they were equals. Uh, Rowan comes out to interrupt. Rowan takes issue with how Brian treated him and says he never asked what Rowan thought. He never really thought, well, basically took his input, he never took his opinion or anything. Brian says if Rowan doesn't like it, why doesn't Rowan do something about it? Luke Harper attacks Brian from behind, beats the shit out of him. Roman Reigns music hits, comes out. Harper goes to take him out, but Reigns runs him, runs into him with a Superman punch. Superman punch on Rowan. Harper gets on the apron. Reigns takes him down. Uh, Harper and Rowan fight back. Double team Reigns. Hit, uh, then Rowan power bombs Reigns into the ring post. That looked nasty. Security comes out, but Rowan and Harper beat the crap out of them too. They start tearing the ringside, the padding on the floor. Rowan picks up a chunk of a fan barricade, nails Reigns in the head with it. They chase the announce team off. They grab Daniel Bryan. Harper and Rowan give uh, Bryan a double choke slam to the announce table. SmackDown goes up the air. And they're making these guys look fucking strong. I really hope this continues because this feels too good to be fucking true. To have fucking uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan look this strong. But SmackDown was alright. Uh, I thought Raw was a little better. But uh, I, I'm i just so over Shane McMahon and fucking Kevin Owens. Like They made Kevin Owens a fucking re-loser. After this dude had a little bit of fucking hype on him. But... Uh, let's move on. NXT Live. The first, well, the first hour of NXT was live. Then the second hour was on the network. People couldn't get in the network. It was a little bit of a mess. But NXT overall, their debut on USA was a great fucking show. Fucking awesome wrestling. Fucking title change. Fucking uh, really good introductions to people. Little promo packages here and there. If this is what we're going to get from NXT two hours, man, I'm pretty hyped. This was a fucking great show. Surprise return that I marked the fuck out for. <sighs> this was good fucking shit. But we started off with the women four-way. We get my beautiful love, Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae, who was added to the match. And as soon as I saw Candice LeRae being added to the match, I'm like, fuck, she's going to win. Because <laughs> I was really pissed off. I really want Io to win. But I thought this was the best match of the night. No disrespect to Big Rod and uh, fucking uh, Velveteen Dream. But I thought this was the best match of the night. Uh, starts off by Uncle Belair showing some power. Mil- military press slamming people, you know, tossing people. 
This is just good stuff. Uh, she fucking deadlifts, suplexed me a yin right away. Uh, EO comes in with a big fucking missile dropkick from the springboard missile dropkick. I thought it was sweet. Uh, Mia Yim also with a cool spot where she uh, tornado DDTs Bianca Belair off Io Shirai. I thought that was cool. A fucking nasty looking spot with fucking Candice hitting a fucking face uh, X Factor on the apron. I thought that was nasty. It, it looked bad, man. It looked bad, but in a good way. I was like, oh, that looks rough. Io with the big moonsault to the outside to fucking Mia Yim and Candice. Tower Doom spot on the inside. This was, this was a really good match. Like It felt like they were going like at 100 miles per hour. It was really good. Look, the octopus submission attempt. Fucking EO comes in, hits a nice butterfly backbreaker on fucking Bianca. Everyone's down. Fucking big snap German suplex that just turned EO upside, inside out by Candice. Then fucking, uh, not to be outdone, Bianca Belair reverse Alabella slams Candice into the turnbuckle. Goes for the KOD. But fucking Mia Yim comes out, stops that. Uh, double spear by fucking uh, Bianca on fucking EO. And fucking Mia Yim hits the KOD. Uh, Mia Yim comes out, interrupts, hits the protect your neck on Bianca. EO's about to finish off Candice. She hits the double knees in the corner. <laughs> Uh, about to go for the moonsault until she gets shoved off. Fucking Candace is about to get taken down. Reverse Poison Rana on fucking Mia Yim. Lion Salt for the win by Candace. Candace challenges Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler comes out, gives her the, the, the look of the butch, as I call it. But this is a great fucking match. Uh, I'm, I, I understand what they had Candace win, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have EO Chase if Candace does win the title, but... I'll take it. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus Sean Maluda, my boy from the Cruiserweight Classic. You got a good match with Cody Ibushi. Cameron Grimes is fucking awesome. And, uh, you know, Trevor Lee, technical savage. I like this match because fucking, um, it, it ended in two fucking seconds. So Cameron Grimes is standing in the corner. He's getting hyped up. Sean Maluda runs. Boom, double foot stomp. One, two, three. I thought this was a great way to put over that move. And uh, to put over Cameron Grimes, how he can just end you in like two seconds with stomping. It was a good stomp too. He like one leg stomped him in the fucking chest. I know. I just I see a lot of upside in Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee is fucking great. Like he's, he's the reason he's called the fucking technical savage. You know what I mean? Fucking uh, Roderick Strong comes out. He comes out by himself. Evelyn Dream comes out next. North American Championship on the line, and we're a really uh, good match. It started off a little slow. But I like how it built up. Basically, the whole gimmick, which I love when Roddy does this, it's break this man's back. The whole time, Roddy is destroying, like, fucking destroying this man's back. Uh, Roddy does one of my favorite spots here where he ties up Velveteen in the rope. And fucking, he just starts doing the fucking uh, Roddy versus the world elbows, as I call them. He, like, runs back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, hitting the elbows. I thought it was awesome. Uh, he also landed a sick kick, but it didn't get bringed up by commentary. Uh, Velveteen was trying to get in the ring, and he just hit a big old sick kick. I thought that was cool. I love when Roddy does the sick kick. He has, like, the best fucking running kick like that. Like, sorry, McIntyre, yours is good, but Roddy's is the OG. You know what I mean? So that was cool. I just wish they would have brought it up. Uh, that was weird, though. By, uh, Roddy hit a bicycle knee, and they actually called it a V-trigger. I don't know if that was a slip-up by Mauro Ronaldo. Because Roddy usually does high knee. He never really hits a bicycle knee. But that one time he did, they called it a V-trigger. 
Uh, Roddy locked in the stronghold, but he can't get the job done. And in come the boys. The Undisputed Era all come out. They're all shit-talking to the team. Uh, ref bump down. Uh, Dream hits the DVD. Uh, tries to get the pin, but it doesn't work. Roddy gets distracted by both Undisputed Era members. Roddy hits the big high knee. End of the heartache. Takes too long. Uh, fucking Velveteen Dream kicks out. Really good near fall there. Uh, another DVD by fucking um, um, uh, Velveteen Dream. Uh, Adam Cole super kicks Velveteen Dream. Roddy hits another end of the heartache. Roderick Strong is your new North American champion. So fucking happy for the dude. Roderick Strong is so over uh, underrated, man. This guy's legit. Like I think Roddy is one of the best wrestlers in the world still. Like he has been for a long time. I I always put him up with for like Daniel Bryan and like people like that. Like I, I have a lot of I have a lot of respect for Roderick Strong after watching all. I basically watched his career start for fucking being a TNA job at the Ring of Honor. Like so, I had a lot of respect for Roderick Strong. The Messiah, the Backbreaker. So I'm pretty sure this is because um, they were like saying how uh, Velveteen Dream is not going to be com- uh, able to compete. So I'm pretty sure this is going to lead to Velveteen probably challenging Adam Cole. After, because um, they said uh, the winner of fucking uh, the, the next match between uh, Matt Riddle and um, Killian Dane challenges Adam Cole. So I'm pretty sure after that, we're probably going to get Velveteen Dream because Cole is the one that caused Dream the title. So, But big celebration here with the boys. Everyone's undisputed. And next we get Pete Dunn or Dune. <laughs> uh, good to have Pete Dunn on the first episode. A fucking um. Okay, he fights uh, Arturo Rusa, which is uh, he's a, he's a pretty good guy. Like um, I don't know how to describe him. He's kind of like he reminds me of fucking Ryu. He's like Capoeira Ryu. Like he has martial arts training and all that stuff. He does a lot of stuff at Evolve. They send him over there, but I thought this was a better match than I thought it was gonna be. I thought this was gonna be a squash match, but it actually wasn't. They actually gave Arturo a couple moves. <laughs> Uh, the match started off with some good chain wrestling, which I thought, it looked pretty, like, like shooty-wise. That was cool. There was a cool running double-leg takedown by fucking Arturo. That was really fucking sweet. Uh, Dunn comes in with the deep shot, starts beating the crap out of him, starts aiming at the fingers. Uh, nasty stuff. I fucking hate when anything finger-related. That's why I hate watching Pete Dunn. I hate watching Daniel Bryan back in the day. Uh, big shining wizard by Arturo to take down Pete, and then he starts going at Pete Dunn's arms and fingers. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, he starts aiming at the knee of Pete Dunn too, but Pete Dunn comes back with a dragon screw leg whip. Big shining wizard in the corner to a snap German suplex, X plex. Fucking starts stomping him in the face, old Daniel Bryan style. Arturo uh, fucking plays dead and gets him with a big fucking capoeira kick. Uh, Dunn blocks another kick. Hits the fucking Danielson special into the triangle. Arturo's trying to fight back, but then Dunn turns it into the finger break submission hold. And Arturo taps out. Pete Dunn gets the clean submission win. Big showcase for Pete Dunn. He's going to be a big player in NXT. He's fought, Hopefully he wins that NXT title. And then... Uh, I marked out pretty big. Uh, Dakota Kai comes back next week. I, I got really hyped for that. Uh, Zia Lee, fucking, I'm a big fan of Zia Lee. I, I hope they really push her, because she's really cool, man. She's really likable. Like, she's really likable. Uh, this match, um, it was a little rough. 
uh, after the, there was kind of like a little small botch, and after that, I feel like Aaliyah kind of didn't know what the fuck to do. Both of them, I feel like, didn't know what the fuck to do for a little bit, but it was just a showcase. Legit, this match was two minutes long. It was a showcase for Zia Lee. I'm okay with that. She hit her kick. She hit the fucking uh, Robertson special, the thing uh, Osprey does. Fucking, it was good. It, it basically showed uh, what Zia Lee can do. I'm okay with that. Quick, didn't hurt nobody. You know what I mean? Uh, we got some dude fucking come out. I forgot his name. I think I want to say it's like Daniel or something. But we get we get a jobber man. And fucking then Imperium comes out. All three members of Imperium come out. Fucking my boys right there. I really like Imperium. I, I really do love this group. I'm not a big fan of Walter, but I really do love this group. I just think that the demeanor, the way they carry themselves, they actually feel like a fucking cool faction. Uh, the whole crowd is going nuts for Walter, saying, where's Walter? Walter's music finally hits. The crowd loses their fucking mind. Like, I'm not going to lie. At least Walter's over. They got their job done. But it's all about fucking uh, Fabian Eichner to me. Fabian Eichner is a fucking missed opportunity. This guy is so fucking good. Like, I, I, I wish I could explain how good Fabian Eichner is. <laughs> like, this guy makes everything look easy. You know what I mean? The dude can do a fucking double springboard moonsault. He's big. Like, he's not, the, he's not the tallest dude, but he's fucking buff, dude. But out of my love for Fabian Eichner, we get Kushida, another love of mine. Fucking love Kushida. He comes out to interrupt, and he's like, hey, this is my time. I was supposed to have a match. Get the fuck out of my way. He takes out uh, Fabian, and he takes out Wolf. And then he goes after Walter. Walter catches him and he tries to get him. And then he slips out of his clothes. He kicks Walter in the face. Basically, he gives it to all of them. Fucking Marcel Bartel. I feel like uh, he kind of fucked up at the, in, the, in the end. Because Marcel Bartel was supposed to kind of let him escape. But he was right in front of Kushina. And he just kind of like, eh, stretched his hand out. Marcel Bartel is a shit, by the way. He's really fucking good, too. Reminds me of fucking um, Berlin. Or fucking Alex Wright back in the day. Uh... But this was my favorite match of the fucking night. Next to the women's match, this is probably my favorite match. Uh, it's hard to decide. Only Lorcan versus the returning Leo Rush. I marked out so fucking hard, dude. You don't even understand. I am a big fan of Leo Rush. Love the new look. Love the trench coat. Love the headband. So happy he's back where he belongs in NXT, man. This guy deserves it. Even his music is good. Check out his music. He actually makes really good music, too. I'm a big, big fucking fan of Leo Rush. Match starts off. Leo's absorbing the crowd. Only fucking goes in in two seconds. Gives him the body blows. Fucking cartwheel uh, blockbuster. Leo Rush escapes. Fucking hits three fucking dives from the bottom rope, man. From the bottom rope, he hits three dives at the same time. Fucking big enziguri. Takes out Oni. Oni's coming back with a let dragon screw. I love this match so much. This match is so fucking good. Fucking Oni puts him in the rope, gives him a European uppercut so hard that he sends him to the outside. Uh, fucking Dr. Wiley bomb for a near fall. He keeps going back to the single leg Boston Crab. And the way Oni locks that in, man, he locks that in nicely. Landstorm would be fucking proud of him. It's a really vicious looking fucking chop. Like he starts. He chops fucking him so hard. Fucking, uh, he hits his really, Leo hits his really cool move. He hits a fucking bottom rope springboard stunner. I thought that was really cool. Uh, Oni kicks, uh, in the face, hits a power bomb, switches it back. He's really trying to get the tap out with the one, uh, Boston Crab. Changes it into a STF midway. He's punishing the shit out of Leo. Leo's trying to stay in it. 
It's such a great match. Uh, Leo comes back, hits a series of combinations, and then he makes the mistake of slapping Oni Larkin. Oni looks at him like you're going to die, grabs him by the fucking jaw, and starts just palming this dude. I love when Oni does that shit. Just starts, he slaps him like four times as hard as he can. You can see the sweat marks. Oni's gonna get, Oni let his anger get the best of him. He charges in. Uh, one man Spanish fly, and then he hits the fucking frog splash, the man of the hour for the win. Leo Rush is the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. What a great fucking match. This match was so good, man. Like, we've only begun to even see the potential of Leo Rush. He's so fucking good. He's only, what, 22, 23? Like, this dude is so fucking young. Uh, made event time. It is the original bro, Matt Riddles, versus Killian Dane. I still can't believe they got me into Killian Dane, man. I actually think Killian Dane is fucking cool. I think his ring gear is cool. I think his theme is cool. He actually feels like... Like, he actually feels cool. I don't know how they did it. I'm telling you, Triple H can get fucking anyone over. I might as well just call him Paul Heyman 2.0 because I did not like this dude at all. Killian Dane comes in. Double drop kick from the start. This match goes at it right away. Fucking uh, Riddle with an impressive deadlift German suplex. That was cool. He goes for the Broton. But fucking Killian Dane gets his uh, fucking... um, Fucking knees up. Get they get the kendo stick. Instead of being the crap on each other with the kendo stick. I don't know how Riddle does this with no shoes. Fight on the fucking. They're fighting on the outside now. They're taking it everywhere. They're busting through doors. They're going everywhere they can. They're taking it back to the locker room. And they're at the locker room. They take it to the fucking bus. Fucking Achilles Dane destroys Matt Riddle and sends him in the bus. Riddle comes back in the fucking V trigger. Fucking Imperium was there just chilling, and then they jumped in. Fucking then the uh, the Forgotten Sons jumped in. Then the Street Profits jumped in. Fucking Pete Dunn somehow got involved. <laughs> and a brawl breaks out. Everyone's being the shit out of each other. Killian Dane is still trying to get to Matt Riddle. He's chasing him down. They come back into the ring. And the, all the wrestlers follow them. They beat the shit out of each other. Fucking there's a war breaking out right here. I thought this was great. I love when they do this. Fucking Matt Hurdle takes one of the security guards and German suplexes him on his fucking neck. I thought that was funny. Cody was like, oh, this poor guy. Killian Dane is getting through. Danny Burch somehow got involved. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You gonna let your boy own it? Killian Dane hits an impressive fucking suicide dive. Like, I mean, this shit was clean. He takes everybody out. NXT goes off air. It, it Just a great fucking episode. Women's match was fucking fantastic. I, I think I'm going to have to give the nod to fucking Oni and fucking Leo Rush, though. That match was fucking great. Loved it. Such a great fucking match. But to debut, debuts go, I give NXT 10, fucking, 10 out of 10 on their debut. It was fucking great. It gave me everything I wanted. It gave me all, all the people I almost wanted to see. Gave me a good-ass title change that I've been waiting for because I feel like Roger Strong has deserved the title in a long time. Oh, but hey, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with NXT fucking going like that out. So, shit, but that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. I got to review some New Japan on next week episode because there was a lot of stuff that happened. I think Jay White might have won a title. I'm not sure. I don't know if he actually beat Naito for the title, but we'll see. I got a lot of New Japan to review. Fucking, fucking Shin fucking Liger. That's fucking cool. So, yeah, I got a lot of New Japan to review in the next one. Hopefully, NXT keeps busting out the fucking shots of goodness right here. Hopefully, we're on SmackDown. Don't suck. <laughs>
But I said that's it for me. It's uh, you use K92 on everything. Uh, again, I want to thank my cousin for helping me review Raw. Hopefully, I can have him in, you know, a couple times. But that's it for me. I'll got you guys next time. Peace out. Watch wrestling, especially New Japan.